Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first official podcast of the Mason J Show. Uh, if you guys are hearing this right now, that means that everything went smooth with this recording and I was able to upload it. So fingers crossed that you guys can hear me right now. I uh, am starting this podcast just because I've been a huge fan of podcasting in general uh, over the past year or two. Mainly, Joe Rogan has been a huge inspiration to me. Uh, you know, his podcast, The Joe Rogan Experience, he kind of got me into podcasting at first, listening to him uh, on my drive home from work or, you know, when I travel for work or for leisure, uh, listening to podcasts on flights just to kind of pass some time. And it kind of grew into uh, uh, a passion, uh, not a passion, just a hobby over time. Um, but now I listen to podcasts just about every day on my way home from work. I find them a little bit more entertaining than music sometimes. You know, music can get a little repetitive. So, but yeah, so that kind of led me to want to create my own podcast just because, you know, podcasts have gotten my way of thinking so evolved in the past year when I've been listening to them. Like, it's really cool to hear just these long form conversations uh, of just interesting people talking and, you know, it gets your mind and your thoughts and your uh, your conclusions just kind of in line and helps you to develop those own uh, to develop your own conclusions when it comes to things. But this podcast for me is just going to be a place to uh, you know maybe just ramble at times or talk about things I see. Uh, I definitely hope to have on some friends, some guests, uh, some good friends, maybe even some interesting people if I can convince them to sit down and talk to me. We'll see what happens with that. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see where this goes. My, my plan is just to put these out to whoever is willing to listen and maybe make it more of a hobby. You know, it's something that I'm just kind of interested to, to see where it goes. I'm uh, recording this one on my drive home today. You know, I work out here in Westmont, Illinois, uh, and I, but I live over in Chicago. So I got a nice uh, 45-minute commute. It's actually snowing today, and it hasn't snowed in Chicago. Uh, it's, I mean, it snows often, but it hasn't snowed in the past couple weeks, and we've got like a real angry snow today. Like that's, that's a difference I've noticed between... Uh, I grew up in Maryland, so the snow out there when it does snow very rarely, but it tends to be like a nice, relaxing, uh, like a fluffy snowfall, uh, a fluffy snowfall is what I'm trying to say. And then you come out to Chicago and you get like the snowstorms out here with all the wind and it's just like a, a brutal, angry snow. Like you look outside and it's snowing fucking sideways and you go out and you're getting blasted by, by pellets of hail. Uh, it's not the relaxing snowfall that I'm used to. But hey, snow is snow. I've I definitely noticed too that snow in Chicago is not as enjoyable when you're not able to go out and like do things in it. Like growing up in Maryland, it would snow and the whole city would shut down because the snow would cover the roads and people would just stay home and like go out and play in it. Whereas you can't really play in the snow in a city because it's all cars and traffic and people don't stop doing stuff in Chicago when it snows but in Maryland you know people wouldn't be on the roads and my friends would like take their uh, four-wheelers out and ride in the streets and we'd go and I'd have a truck at the time and I was just able to ride my truck around in the snow and like do donuts in parking lots it was a awesome time but no very different out here in Chicago
very different. I'm curious where this podcast is going to take me. Sorry, I got off on a little bit of a tangent. The snow distracted me. But yeah, yeah, I'm curious where this podcast is going to take me. You know, I've never really sat down and talked by myself for extended periods of time. Uh, I mean, outside of a podcast, I feel like that's kind of weird to do, right? I mean, you'd be talking to yourself for like 15 to 30 to 45 minutes. But here, I guess it's the, the right place and the right time to do it. So we're going to see how it, how it goes. I'm going to hope to aim for about 30 minutes. We'll see how if I can get that today. I did a little test run yesterday on a different app. I've been trying to play with the technology to see what apps are the best for recording these. Um, but yeah, I did a test run yesterday. And I got 15 minutes out of it, and it sounded pretty good. I was able to listen back to it and hear how I sounded, which is another trip. Like you never really, you, you talk, but you can't hear your own words, how they're heard by other people. So it was super weird to record myself, A, and talk alone for 15 minutes to no one but myself. I guess in theory to whoever is listening I'm talking to, but you know, at the end of the day, I'm talking to myself. And uh, I, yeah, I listened back to it afterwards and it was, it was very curious to listen to because like I said you never really hear your own voice for an extended period of time like I had recorded videos and things for school for different projects and you know you play the video for the teacher and it but it only be like three or four minutes at most but now I'm listening to myself over a 15 minute conversation and it's just uh it's bizarre in a way like I wasn't spooked by it but it's it's just interesting I don't know I recommend trying it. I mean, this whole thing is going to be a learning battle uh, for me just because it's, like I said before, it's so unnatural to just talk, <laughs> talk into the abyss. But I guess, hey, that's, that's what this is all about. You know, I definitely try to challenge myself in my life, and I have up to this point. And, uh, I mean, only good things have come out of putting myself in uncomfortable situations. So I've kind of come to learn to appreciate that feeling of, uh, maybe being overwhelmed or being just unknown or uh, uh, being not knowing what is going to come out of a situation. And to be honest, anytime I've felt that nervousness in my life, like, okay, maybe this, maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe I should just turn around and forget this. This was a dumb idea. You know, anytime I had those thoughts going into an event or going into like hanging out with a new group of friends. Uh, you know, I had that thought when I first showed up to practice uh, for rugby when I played at college. You know, I had that thought again when I showed up to play rugby when I moved out to Chicago. When I joined my fraternity for the first time after going to college, you know, the first day going to hang out with this group of people and I don't know anyone. I'm just like, oh, shit. I mean, is this going to be weird? Am I, are they going to like me? Am I going to, you know, is this going to go well? And I can say with complete confidence that every time I, I went against my better judgment and just kind of went for it to see what happens, man, things worked out better and better than I could ever expect. I mean, in the example with my fraternity, that was really the first time that I kind of pushed myself out of my comfort zone to go hang out with a group of people that, like, uh, uh, stereotypical fraternity guys are, like, judgmental, and that's what I was expecting, like, a bunch of douchebags, and 
I go and I hang out with these guys and dude, accepting, having a great time. You know, obviously they wanted me to join their fraternity because that's what the Rush Week is all about. But, you know, I, I was I was happy and look, look where I am a semester later after joining that fraternity, I turned out to be president of the fraternity. And, you know, I grew so, so much from that opportunity to be president and to lead that fraternity. And then now I look back and the work I did has propelled us, uh, you know, to almost be chartered. And we went from a group of 10 guys. And now I think the fraternity is up to almost 19 or 20, which is incredible. Um, you know, I could go on and on about that at Frostburg, but we don't have the time for that right now. But yeah, like the other examples I gave, rugby. I started playing my first semester at Frostburg um, and super nervous about it. Never had played a contact sport before. Uh, you know, I ran cross country and track in high school all four years. And then I started weightlifting after I left high school, but never really got that team sport experience. Because track, you know, it's individual. You're just kind of, you're racing against yourself in a way. It's all mental. So, you know, joining rugby was a big, a big battle at first just because I was super excited, but I didn't really know how to function in a team environment like that. And also the stresses of playing rugby for the sport itself just kind of brought up a lot of challenges in itself. You know, I'm nervous, a lot of hard contact that I wasn't used to, a lot of endurance training that I definitely needed uh, to go through because I found out I was in a lot worse shape than I thought I was. You know, I could lift in the gym and do perfectly fine, but once I got to those extended cardio sessions of sprinting and running and tackling and catching and sprinting, all that shit, dude, I was wiped. Not the athlete I, I thought I might be. But happy to say, you know, I came out to Chicago after I graduated and got an internship out here through my fraternity, you know, through some of the alumni there. So that's another way that getting out of your comfort zone really, really changed my future, you know, in more ways than I could have ever expected in that walk to the fraternity house the first time I went to meet them. Like, of all things in college, the fraternity changed my life and opened up so many opportunities for me that I'm so thankful for. But yeah, I'm out here in Chicago now working uh, in the trade show industry. My company manages trade shows. So we work in conjunction with uh, some different associations. Like for example, we work with the Alzheimer's Association, Realtors Expo, National Mining Association, and all these associations, they hold conferences, you know, whether it be educational or purely marketing or uh, like face-to-face -face marketing based. They hold conferences and the association has to handle all of the organization for these conferences, whether it be reaching out to people that are going to attend and marketing for that, setting up the education, setting up the guest speakers, organizing the facilities for it. So they will hire my company to manage the exhibition side of those shows where we work with the exhibitors that fill up the trade show floor that rent out exhibit space and uh, we, we kind of we set it up and we build the floor that way and we deal with all the exhibitors so you know it's been interesting it's definitely helped me pay the bills and it's a good stepping stone to something in the future we'll see how it plays out in the next two to four years but uh, we're, we're going strong at it right now other than that Chicago has been super interesting 
you know, I'm very happy that I moved out here after going to Frostburg and then living in Maryland, you know, I, I just kind of felt like there wasn't much else to do for me in Maryland. After growing up there, you know, I, I, at the young age that I was, and that I still am, I can't act like I'm that old, I'm only 22, but at the, at the age I was when I left Frostburg, I kind of just realized that there wasn't much growth happening in Maryland, and while it was an amazing place to grow up, like I'm so happy that I grew up there, it's not a great place to build a career. You know, now that I've been in Chicago, my career has like expanded immensely in the seven, eight months I've been here already, way more than it would have if I had stayed in Maryland. And there's so many opportunities that I have yet to seize out here that this is the place to be to all you out there. Go to a big city. It's going to be difficult, but I mean, it's the place to be if you want quick growth, quick growth, lots of opportunities, a good salary. You know, there's jobs for days in a city like this and they're just looking for anyone who can get out there and work hard. I mean, that's, that's the motivation I had to get my job. You know, if you go out there and you work hard, they're going to take you, you'll learn, you'll, they'll teach you and, and it goes well. Other than working though, I played, I joined a rugby league out here, uh, Chicago Riot, shout out to them, a fantastic group of guys. Funniest thing is too, so I joined the Riot team completely by accident, completely by accident. I was looking into another team called Lincoln Park Rugby Club, Link, yeah, Lincoln Park Rugby Club, that's located a little closer to Lake Michigan, um, still in Chicago. And I found these clubs from a Google search. Just bored at work one day and, you know, wanted to get some more information about some leagues out here in Chicago. And I did a Google search and a bunch of these teams came up and some of them had contact numbers. Some of them had websites. So I reached out to three or four of them and I got a couple texts back. And the first text I got back was this guy, Nathan, from the Lincoln Park Club. We texted back and forth and he told me all about it, what time, you know, practices were on Tuesdays and Thursdays at seven o'clock. And I was planning on coming out. And, uh, you know, next week, Tuesday, he said they had practice. So I put it on my calendar and I was ready to make it out there. And then I got an email about practice on Tuesday to sign up for it. And I, so I signed up for the practice and I went out, you know, Tuesday at 7 p.m. It turns out the practice was at uh, a CrossFit gym since it was winter uh, off season, you could say at the time they were doing their CrossFit practices indoors and then Thursday practices outdoors. So I went to the CrossFit, you know, met up with the guys and had a great time and left afterwards. And come the Thursday practice, it turns out that I went to a completely different team's practice because what happened was. I got that after talking to Nathan on the Lincoln Park team, I got an email from Nate on the Chicago Riot team to sign up for the CrossFit event. You know, Nate didn't text me. He just kind of sent the email, I guess, because I, I put in my uh, contact info in their, uh, you know, contact us uh, box on their website. So Nate just sent out the, the invite and I joined it and went and I completely thought it was Lincoln Park. But you know what? The, it was the Chicago riot practice, you know, and I had told everyone while I was at 
the riot Tuesday practice that I was going to come out Thursday and, you know, keep coming out. Meanwhile, Nathan from the Lincoln Park team was messaging me like, dude, I told you uh, practice was at Thursday at, uh, at uh, whatever field they were practicing at. No, I'm, I'm still confused. So I'm like, no, the other guys told me the practice was at Smith Park, you know, you know, Thursday at 7 p.m. And he was like, oh, he said, man, that's a, that's a whole other team. <laughs> so, you know, I, I wound up going to the, the riot practice that Thursday. And honestly, after two practices with those guys, the type of person I am, I couldn't back out and go to another practice with another team. You know, the, the, the riot team had a great number of guys. Everyone seemed like a lot of fun. It reminded me of exactly my college team and something about me was just saying, you know, just stick with this team. It's a little bit of a longer drive away from your house, but you know, this, this team is, this team is great and it's going to look bad on me if I go and join another team after playing with this one for two practices. You know what I mean? It just doesn't show good commitment and fuck what happens when Lincoln Park plays Chicago or plays a riot. Then I'm going to look like a chump playing on the other team. Those are just some of the thoughts that were going through my head. But but uh, at the end of the day, yeah, I stuck with Riot, and it's been, look, fantastic. All the guys on that team are great, and I've learned so, so, so fucking much about rugby, about team sports, about life, and just about, like, some skills that I needed to process myself outside of, like, the physical rugby skills, but just some self-confidence, some, uh, you know, just getting out their skills and drinking and hanging out with guys that are, you know, maybe five or seven years older than me, because this is a men's club. So there's people, there's people that are all ages. I mean, we've got guys on that team that are 60 years old. Now they don't hit full contact like some of the younger guys do, but they're still out there running and practicing with us. And then, you know, I honestly think that I'm the youngest guy on the team. You know, I'm 22 right now. Um, I, I'd say it's a safe, safe bet that I'm the youngest player on the team. But hey, I mean, I'm happy to be there. I've got a lot to work up for. You know, I started playing D4, and then all last summer we had sevens, which for those of you who don't know rugby, there's two different types of uh, playing in rugby. Well, three kind of, but the two main ones that you'll most likely see are sevens and fifteens. And sevens is as exactly what it sounds it's seven on seven so you have seven players from each team on the field at a time and those games are 15 minute halves i'm gonna look like a real dumbass if i'm getting that wrong 15 minute halves for two halves now 15s is 15 people on 15 people so there's 30 people on the field at a time and those halves are 45 minutes long 45 fucking minutes long is a long time to play full burst rugby. And then we have two two halves. So in total, it's 90 minutes of rugby is one 15s game. Um, that's a whole nother debacle. That's a weird word, debacle. That's a whole nother thing to get into with that. But uh, yeah, anyway, I'm kind of getting off track. But I played, uh, I played sevens in the summer and then that was the first time I started and then I went to do 15s uh, and I played D4 
uh, for the 15s team. You know, we had a D3 and a D4 team. Um, and, man, I learned so much. And now I'm happy to say that I've moved up and I am now playing somewhat consistently on the D3 team, which is great. You know, I'm super excited with that. It's nice to play with just a little bit more skill on the field. Um, whereas, you know, the D4 team was great to play with because, you know, there was a lot of room to make mistakes and improve. But, you know, you only you can only be as good as the best player on the team in a way. That's not the way I'd like to word it. But, you you know, rugby, you got to have a lot of chemistry with the team because it's a lot of passing and tackling and rucking. So playing with the D3 team, I'm nowhere, nowhere near the best player on the team, which is great for me because it gives me a ton of time to hone in my skills and just learn 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 all there is to do about it because it's a simple sport but at the same time it's so complicated it's just the little things and then you got fucking 200 pound dudes 250 pound dudes running at you and you got to think quick on your feet and and do all this kind of stuff i i love it though i love it it's been great it's it's definitely made me a lot more of a man Other than rugby, though, you know, I've kind of got my eyes open to what I want to do in Chicago. Um, I've got a lot of exploring to do. There's so many cool bars and nightclubs out here. So I'm, uh, I got a lot on my list to do, trying to just make myself established. I just got a new apartment, which is super exciting. Got it all, well, working on getting it all decked out. You know, I just got a couch. I just got a TV, a nice TV stand. While you know, they might seem like little things, but uh, this is my first time kind of owning my own stuff. So it feels good to make big purchases and be able to enjoy them. Man, I'll tell you what though, the couch that I bought, if you're gonna buy a couch, measure the couch and measure the doorway before you get the couch to make sure it'll fit. Now that might seem like a no brainer, And I've never had a problem moving a couch before. But something that I realized was that I've never had doorways as narrow as the doorways are on the apartment I have now. Like, look, we got the couch to fit. Me and my buddy Tom were fucking sweating trying to get this couch through. But it it was about two centimeters too big to fit through this doorway. And, I mean, don't ask me how we got it to fit. But, I mean, she's in there now. We, we definitely fucked up the door frame a little bit. But, <laughs> needless to say, that couch is going to be sold with the apartment. I don't think there's any way to get that back out of that apartment. But everything else is going really well with it. I mean, it's, it's my own little man cave that I got set up. So, I'm curious to put some art up and get it developed and uh, just kind of enjoy the space as much as I can. It's definitely a little bit farther away from the city as I'd like to be, but it's closer to my work. My drive is about 20 minutes shorter than it used to be from where I was living before. So can't really complain about that. I mean, I commute to work more than I go down into the city. Uh, so I guess I got to kind of just pick and choose, you know, what I'm, what I'm into. But it's been pretty good. I, I kind of just want to wrap back around to the podcast itself and just kind of talk about some... Uh, some aim for the future because 
you know, I'm like I said, uh, starting this podcast when I first started recording today, I'm real curious where this is going to go. And, you know, like I mentioned, a big motivation for this came from the Joe Rogan podcast because I, the thing I like about his podcast so much is that it's just like an open-end conversation. And don't get me wrong, I enjoy, you know, another big one I listen to is Jordan Belfort, who, if you don't know, is... The, the Wolf of Wall Street, the movie, Jordan Belfort is the actual guy that um, Leonardo DiCaprio, I, I almost just forgot that, I don't know how, it's been a long day, Leonardo DiCaprio played in the movie, so Jordan Belfort is the dude in real life, and he has a podcast that's a business podcast, I mean, he talks a lot about ways to succeed and how he has succeeded in his own life, but he also has guests on that are... Um, I'm digressing a lot. He, he, he has a good podcast too. Go check that out. I think that's called The Wolf's Den. It is. It's called The Wolf's Den. Um, but back to Joe Rogan's podcast. Like I liked his a lot because at the end of the day, his podcast is just like casual conversations with whether it be comics that are his buddies and they're just shooting the shit or he has like scientists on and, you know, he's had Neil deGrasse Tyson. He's had Mike Tyson. He's had all these... Uh, nutrition scientists and and biological experts and people that have done crazy shit just to come on and talk about their experiences. And it is so interesting to hear these people's stories and just hear them talk casually about it. You know, it's something about hearing the words spoken from the mouth of the person that experienced it that makes it a little bit more compelling versus hearing it secondhand or hearing it on a TV show where it's all scripted. Like, it's comforting to know that the conversation I'm hearing is organic. You know, it's not scripted. It's not really planned. You know, they might have ideas of what they would like to talk about in the podcast, but at the end of the day, they're just, they're just chatting. And that's something I'd really like to do with my friends, you know, that I don't get to see every so often. Like a lot of the guys I grew up with in Maryland, you know, obviously they still live in Maryland. I'm the only one who moved out here. So we get to chat every now and then, but if I'm able to have, like, my buddy Nick, he's one of my best friends. He is my best friend that I grew up with. And if I'd be able to have him on the podcast and just we can talk and shoot the shit for an hour, you know, that's a great way for me to keep in touch and, like, keep that personal relationship going with someone. Because when else do you have the ability to just sit down and talk with someone for an hour, just just for the sake of having, you know, like a back and forth conversation. Because, I mean, we talk every now and then. I, you know, I, I talk to him on the phone about things we're trying to plan and stuff like that. But it's very rare that you get the opportunity to talk to someone just to talk. You know, you can't really do it. It's You can do it when you're out at events or you're at a bar or you're, you know, you're sitting down. You have time to grab conversation here and there. But usually they're rushed or there's distractions or music or other people and you don't really have the opportunity to hone in and just really concentrate on hearing and being heard and replying and just having a a interesting back and forth conversation with someone and I think podcasting or listening to podcasts have really got me interested in those interactions because I just like talking to people you know I like asking questions and taking an interest in things that other people are interested in to learn more about what they're into and just to hear their experiences. So I think, you know, regardless of people like, regardless of if people like this or not, I think I'm just going to keep doing it. 
Um, and if anything, use it as a database to record cool conversations that I have with people. You know, that might be cool later in life to look back on and just to kind of re-listen to some, some things and listen to how I sound and listen to how I reply to other people. It might be a good opportunity to just learn, learn about myself and reminisce on, on different moments. It's weird, my throat is actually getting a little dry from talking repetitively. I wonder how long I've been recording for. I've got my phone locked, so I can't really see it. Oh, I've been going for 28 minutes, 28 and a half minutes. That's awesome. I'm going to hit 30 minutes today, and then I'm going to call it a day for this talk. Um, but that's awesome. That's you know twice as long as I did yesterday. This is definitely the first time that I've ever fucking talked nonstop, you know, nonstop for 30 minutes straight. That's a long time. I'm actually really proud of myself for being able to do that. Um, we'll see how things go. And, you know, to be honest, like I could talk for a little longer, but I think I'm going to cut it at 30 minutes and listen to this back and see how the flow of the conversation goes and if things are awkward at times or what I need to work on f for the future. This whole thing is going to be a big learning experience for myself. And that's one of the reasons why I want to do it too, just to, like I said before, challenge myself and see what comes out of it. Because to be honest, I'm going to just put this out here in the universe and hopefully some subconscious uh, entities will pick up on it and make it happen. But guys, I would die. I would love to have a career in podcasting, getting paid a reasonable amount enough to live off of just to have interesting conversations with interesting people and my job to be to sit here and just talk and let my brain go and uh, just bring people onto the show and, and provide a service to those listening as entertainment, as education, as an escape from maybe what they're dealing with in their regular lives. You know, I, I think a career in podcasting is a real thing now. I mean, look, I was Burt Kreischer is another comedian who has a podcast that I was listening to. And he said, he's good friends with Joe Rogan. He said that Joe makes upwards of $30 million a year off of his podcast. $30 million off of a show where he talks to cool people and smokes weed. Tell me that is not the dream right there. Like, obviously... Joe's podcast reaches, I, I don't know what his numbers are, I have no idea, but I know that it's multiple, multiple millions of people, maybe 15 million, you know, it's a lot of people, it's a very influential show, and, uh, you know, maybe one day I'll reach that much, it's definitely not going to be anytime soon, it's not going to be in the next 10 years, but I think if I stick with this and I keep having podcasts come out, things will escalate and elevate and if they don't they don't but if they do you know I'm just gonna keep kind of rolling with it and uh, I'm just gonna make this the best I can but that's uh that's 30 minutes right there so I'm gonna call this a day that's actually 31 look I went over uh, I'm gonna call this a day and listen to this back um, if anybody actually listens to this first episode hit me up let me know what you thought about it I'm very curious I'm gonna assume no one's gonna hear this but if you do, leave me a little comment. Let me know what you think about it. If, uh, if you know, yeah, let me know your thoughts. Cool. Thanks, everybody. Enjoy the first full episode of the Mason J Podcast. Bye.